Big old pussy lips. Pussy lips. Big old pussy lips. Okay, the pussy lips is hot. The pussy lips is cool. The pussy lips all up in the school. Big old fucking pussy lips all over the mouth. Hi, we're gay. It's recording. Fuck. Can I cuss? Yeah, bro. The the name of my title is what fucked you up. You're right. Okay, so I have my friend Nick here. He's like one of my oldest friends. Hi. Um, so this kind of episode we want to talk about identity. And I think is, I kind of, well, we chose this topic because like we have very intercepting kind of identities, but at the same time, they're all drastically different. Oh, yeah. So we're going to talk about our sexuality. We're going to talk about culture, our interests, our personality, and you know the vibes. The whole vibes, everything. Yeah, literally everything about us. This is gonna We're be interesting. Away a lot. Also, that did you guys like that intro? I don't even know if I'm included. Uh, we don't know yet. <laughs> we don't know yet. It was a lot. Um, it was a lot. Uh, yeah, we're gay though. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So okay, backstory or at least hindsight of like what this dynamic is. Mm-hmm. Nick was the first person I came out to in high school. This was around my sophomore year of high school. And uh, that's just that's the atmosphere, you know. I'm pretty sure that I that that Alex. I think I think you were also the first person that I came out to. I think we kind of came out to each other. And like, it, okay, but we were just talking about this. It's funny because I thought he was out. Nope. I, <laughs> yeah, I thought you were out. I thought that that's why I felt comfortable coming out. Nope, to you. just very visibly gay. <laughs> yeah. And you knew that I was fucking gay. Like, yes, we knew about each other mm-hmm. before we knew. Before, before it was confirmed. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Literally. Like, it, I think it's so funny that I looked at you and I was like, oh, he's gay. But I'd look in the mirror and be like, well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I could ask some pussy lips. And I was like, I don't know. Please. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally. I'm like, it's so, it's so, I think I was also, I think I came out of like a long-term relationship, like not long-term relationship. Let me stop that. Okay, uh, high school I came out of like a, like a, like an eight month, nine month relationship. That's in high pretty school, long. And that was quite for, long for, for that me. time period. Yeah. So I think that like right the summer before I, uh, we all came out, I think that was when that was, that was a wild time. Wow. Like that was a wild time. High school was crazy. We were crazy. We were back crazy then. back then. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we, the way we reference like vines and TikToks. <laughs> I hate, like, I keep doing it in all of these podcasts. And you know what? That's a part of identity now. That's a part of your identity. The fact that, you know, because we had Vine growing up. Yeah. And that was huge. Like, that was... Well, now we have TikTok, which is the same thing. Which is also the same thing, but also different time for us. Not as developmental for us. And TikTok is like, there's different parts of TikTok. Not everybody has the same TikTok. Yeah. Vine, it was... Everybody had the same shit. Yeah. So like you can reference something. Everyone knew what you were talking about. Yeah. With these TikToks, I'll I'll be showing people. I'll be like, oh look, like, or I'll be like, oh ha ha ha, like reference the TikTok, and someone will be like, what the hell is that? Yeah. Like, what part are you on? I'm like, like oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> that was just for me. <laughs> so it's a bit different. It's a bit different. But um, back to our sexuality. Mm-hmm. I think that's such a huge part of our identity. At least personally speaking, um, I can say that uh. That has definitely made me who I am. And I was just telling Nick also how I hadn't said before that I was pretty much proud to be gay. Mm -hmm. And we were kind of trying to figure out what that meant, you know, Mm because like, what are you proud of? Pretty much. Mm -hmm. Is it just existing or are you like. Exactly. I I, like and and for me personally, this is going back to a conversation we had earlier. um, I when I say I'm proud to be gay, which it's not something I've ever really said because. I haven't really thought about that kind of phrase until recently, 
when I say I'm proud to be gay, I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm proud of being this well-adjusted in my, in my, in my own belief. I'm proud of being this well-adjusted and doing this well with all the things I've had to face just for being gay. Yeah. So I'm proud. I'm, I am proud of living. I'm proud of, I'm proud of having the endurance. Yeah. And I don't know. I think there's still part of me that, um, has to like grasp onto that, you know, Mm -hmm. I guess it took me so long to figure myself out. I, even though it was a lot earlier than most people usually do. Mm -hmm. Cause we can't like how, yeah, how, how I was talking about, we came out to each other sophomore year of high school Mm -hmm. and, uh, I've talked to a lot of people now and the, like, they're still trying to figure that out. And I'm in college, my fourth year. So they're around like that same age range or Mm -hmm. age range and they're still coming to terms with it. So I couldn't imagine myself if I was still trying to figure that out. Cause it was, it was rough. Like that time period, I don't know. Sometimes like looking back on it, there's so many, so much like blackout things that I just like don't remember just Mm -hmm. cause like it was traumatic. Yeah. It was a very traumatic period trying to figure all that shit out. And um, sometimes you just had to, like, go on auto drive and just let it, let things go. Let things yep. happen. Yeah. Yeah. Coming coming into the identity was definitely traumatic as, as hell. Like, it was so fucking traumatic yeah. because, you know, like I, I said to you earlier how or even I've, I've sat in here now where I was like looking at you and I was like, oh, I know he's gay, but I don't know if I'm gay, even though I had been I'd been looking at men since I was probably around nine, yeah. you know, and I, in a way that was obviously sexual and like, and wanting not more of just like looking at the male body and finding it attractive, but more looking at it and be like, I want to be with that. Yeah. Which, and I still wasn't able to put that into my identity. Like recognizing that I didn't know, I still didn't know I was gay. Well, for me, I, it was more like, not that I didn't know, but I thought it was just a phase of my life. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, um, I don't really know any gay people. I don't know what the whole ordeal is, but I do know that society doesn't really think that's a normal thing, or mm-hmm. at least with my um, culture slash family, it wasn't something that was talked about. It wasn't something that, you know, that you see. Was it just like not talked about at all in your family? No, even like recently, it's barely been like talked about. So it was, there was not even like negative talk. It just was no, nothing, nothing, nothing at all. Um, I, I, heard, I started hearing negative talk talk after I came out like two friends because I ended up coming out to like the public Mm -hmm. and I still stayed closeted within my family until like recently same and by recently I mean like three years ago Mm -hmm. and that's a whole ordeal that's still going on but um it's getting better but yeah like until then that's when I started like hearing their actual opinions on it Mm -hmm. but because there was no like nothing for me to reference I didn't think it was a normal thing I was like oh I'm gonna grow out of it Mm -hmm. or I'm like, all right, that's, that's not going to happen. That's not actually what I am. It's just, you know, something that's going on. (laughs) Yeah, I I totally agree. I was like, there was so much that came with adopting that title of being gay um, that I think I was willing to ignore certain parts of my identity because I didn't want to take on that, that responsibility. Because I think there is a little bit of responsibility in those types of things that come with being gay. Um, 
you know, the gay pride and standing, standing up for your fellow gay people and, and, you know, thinking about what's going on in the LGBT community and how, and how are we being portrayed on TV and all those things and all these things that I now feel like I have to stand up and talk about because I've, I've been black before, before I thought I was gay. I knew I was black. So yeah. I was able to stand up for those issues and I was comfortable doing that because I had, I didn't have a choice, but adopting the, the gay identity was going to create even more. It was going to double down on, on my minority status. And that was something that I unconsciously was afraid of doing. I, I was very scared of doing that. And also something that you like, how you were saying how with black, it's not something that you got to choose. No, I didn't you get just, to choose that. You just, yeah, you just are. But like with this, it's easier to kind of hide that and not I could have let, yeah, not let that shit affect you, not like have to worry about that. But I mean... Eventually, I guess we realized that, you know, I was kind of pushed to come out, honestly, like, I mean, you think not well, not with my friends. I was I was ready to come out with you guys like that was I never I never even um, I never even questioned coming out with you guys. It was just like, am I ready to do it? Yep. And then as soon as I was ready, it was just like I'm telling everybody. Right. And that's exactly what I did. I didn't hide it immediately. I didn't hide it at all. But um, coming out to the family, it was. I remember exactly why I came out to my family. It was because my aunt was saying some really, um, some really uh, homophobic stuff at a graduation dinner for my graduation from high school, and I hadn't come out to uh, my parents yet or my my extended family. I came out to my sister, and she was just saying really homophobic stuff. And I I, I actually uh, told her to leave leave my um, my thing. Gathering. I was like, I'm done. I was like, if you're gonna be like this, you can go. And it was my birthday too. It was my, it was my birthday slash graduation thing. I was like, "You got to go." And my parents were like, "I don't understand why he's so upset." And do you think your parents knew? Because you know how they, they always say no. Like, you know how every movie or every like per or you know like people they're just like parents always know. Mm -hmm. But same with me. Like my parents, they were shocked out of like everything. I, <laughs> At least my mom. Really? She was okay. I don't think I've ever. Yeah, I haven't really discussed like my coming out but basically i was on my way like i was on the freeway on my way to my aunt's house for christmas and it was like an hour drive mm -hmm. and i was like i was in the car with my mom and i realized i was like i don't have like much to talk about with her and i was like why is that and then i was like thinking driving and i was like oh it's because like literally half of my life or a big portion of my life i have to keep hidden she doesn't even know you yeah and then i was like all right i'm gonna do it and then i i was like mom i got something to tell you and then I couldn't bring myself to say anything. So it was like for 30, 40 minutes, we were just like, she was guessing. She literally guessed everything. Like every fucking, she was like, you got someone pregnant. You got a disease. Um, you're dropping out of college. Uh, you're joining the military. You're getting married. I was like, bitch, well, married to who? <laughs> and um, yeah, it was, it was everything. Yeah. And then it didn't really come out like. I don't really, I don't know if I feel comfortable discussing everything, mm -hmm. but, uh, it wasn't a good, like, what's it called? I came out and it wasn't what I expected. Mm. Like, I wasn't really satisfied with it. I was, I was like, I, I wasn't as sad. I was more upset. I was like, really? Like you guessed every other thing and you're still going to be like, and you were okay with those, mm -hmm. but you would be upset with this. So, um, that was something I had to like deal with and. I'm still kind of dealing with it now because, like I said, that was like three years ago. And then uh, after that, it was just like not spoken about for a year. Really? Then we had like I would bring it up or something would be brought up 
And then it was an argument if we were talking about it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't want to deal with this. Like, you it's don't know not my job. Exactly. It's not my job to teach. But at the same time, like, whose job is it then? And mm-hmm. it's like, it's no one's job. And I realized that. And I was like, it took me so long to come to terms with it. I just have to be patient. I like, because she did tell me. She was like, I love you regardless. It doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. She gave me that reassurance mm-hmm. and all these things. And I was very, like, um, lucky to have that. Because I know, like, with other people... It's not the same, especially no. with somebody who has such solid beliefs in, in their, their um, culture or whatever, you know, whatever they believe in, they'll make sure to like either change it or, you know, or all these things. And obviously it wasn't like how I said to my liking, everything, how, I, how it happened mm-hmm. or how it was even handled throughout. But um, I'm glad that things didn't change drastically. Only when they, we were talking about it, which is like as much even talking now i'm like as much as i i'm still trying to figure out like how to deal with it Mm -hmm. but as much as like i i was upset about it i'm still grateful that i'm like equally loved yeah you got that reassurance that you were still going to be loved regardless even if the even it was a little bit tumultuous the relationship and little rocky you still know that they are going to be there for you and they've said that and nothing's going to change on that regard yeah just a little interpersonal stuff might be a little awkward i don't even remember what we were were talking here like i I got so caught up in like trying to tell my story we were talking about coming out coming out Mm -hmm. yeah so um you you take over because i yeah i lost (laughs) i'm well i'm i'm I'm, what i was coming up for me is i'm just i'm just glad that you at least got a couple coming out times because being gay if for anyone that's listening that's not gay or doesn't have gay friends, um, with with being a gay person, you don't just come out once. It's not like you're coming out of the closet one time and bam, you're just out and you're out and proud. No, you get to come out for the rest of your life. Um, that's not always the case, but this is the thing that I've experienced and a lot of my people around me have experienced. Because you have to... Every time you meet someone new, you have to come out to them and hope that they're okay with it. Every time you meet a new family member that you haven't told, you know, in a long time, and now that now you're coming around with your boyfriend, you have to come out again. There's, there's not like one monolithic coming out structure, and that's it. It's like you just come out again and again and again and again. But I was okay. I was just talking, or I wasn't just, but this was a while ago. Like I think the first episode, I was talking to a friend how like currently, at least like the atmosphere we've placed ourselves in, we haven't really came out in a while. Like we've or at least personally i've um like i just meet people and it just either they figure it out or you know you sink or swim like it's been nice if you're yeah if you're a friend and you like a recent friend and you don't know about my sexuality i'm not gonna like fucking come out i'm just you're gonna have to figure and figure it out mm-hmm. i'm obviously not gonna hide anything i'm like if i have a dude i'm talking to i'm gonna just like talk about it yeah like and oh yeah and then I'll the context clues like figure it out literally it's like, I, I feel like i shouldn't have to and that was a big thing that i was thinking where in terms of my coming out what i didn't want to do but i felt like i had to like when i was talking about my parents and why i came out to them because my parents were like why are you so upset with your aunt like i know she's saying homophobic stuff and you haven't ever been a fan of that but like, this is a lot of anger that, that's coming from here. It's starting to feel like it's personal. And I'm like, well, it is, bitch. <laughs> so I actually had my Curl sister the tell them because I was, uh, yeah, literally, I had my sister tell them because I didn't want to. And I'm, really? I think I'm very glad that I did that um, because I know from what she told me, they weren't exactly nice about it. They, um, my, I've, I've grown up my entire life with my family having pre-existing ideas about homosexuality. Um, my mother and both, actually both my parents are religious. Um, my dad didn't really care. 
he, his brother's gay. Um, he just never really dealt with the gay community. So he just said like, you know, homophobic stuff that, you know, he's a, a straight white man in his 50s. He said things, you know, and that's what he's been used to. My mom would call being gay an abomination. And but then she would like turn around and say, like, if you guys were gay, I would still love you. But I really hope you're not. Yeah. And she'd say shit like that. So we have a very similar kind of experience with like you get that reassurance, but it's backhanded. It's backhanded. It's like, but you still don't want me to be who I am. And I'm like, I'm I'm telling you who I am. And I'm saying I'm being vulnerable in this moment. I'm Mm -hmm. saying, hey. I'm like this, and you're saying, well, that's okay, but I really wish you weren't. Yeah. You're like, well, fuck. Like, yeah, me too, bitch. <laughs> like, I, at the time, I was like, yeah, no, honestly, same. I was like, at least that was my kind of argument with my mom. I was like, you're not the only one. Like, you're not the only one who doesn't want me to be gay. Like, I didn't either. The yeah. fuck? There's so many, there's so many people <laughs> in this world that don't want me to be gay. And there's even more people, in the, not even more, but there's a lot, also a lot of people that want to hurt me just for being gay. Right. So I really would really appreciate it if my mother wasn't one of those people yeah. today. You know, and that was a very hard thing to come to. But the, but the good news for me, at least, was I, my sister kind of brunted all of the homophobia in that moment, mm-hmm. which I'm, I'm so grateful to her that she did that, that she, she told them because she was in the car with them and was like, you can't be saying stuff like that because like you're saying that you love him, but you're also saying these really homophobic things that are really backhanded. And as soon as you say that to him, that's all he's going to remember. Yeah. So even though you're, you're saying I love you and you're trying to say that you're not really showing it. So she got to tell him all that kind of stuff before they even got to me. No, it's rough. Yeah. <laughs> it's rough. Honestly, I can get caught up in talking about like coming out stories all day, and especially with family. But um, I, let's drift away from family and talk more about like generally, like because I think how how we were saying that this has made us who we that we are, you know, because we are who we are because of this, mm-hmm. and it's such a huge part of our life. Huge. Do you what? Who do you think you would be if you weren't gay? Well, I. Would you like this type? Would you like that type of dick? <laughs> I think I just I don't know who I'd be um, Because I know After going Not after going to therapy While being in therapy For over a year now um, I've Started to learn A lot of the reasons Why I do certain things um, A lot of People pleasing A lot of Those types of Things that I do Are stemming from the fact That I was uncomfortable With hiding Like showing real versions Of myself with people because I had to hide my sexuality. So I, you know, I don't know who I'd be. Um, I probably wouldn't please try to pe- please people as much. Um, I don't, I, I think I'd probably, I don't know. I don't know who I'd be. I think I'd be a dick if I was gay, if I wasn't gay, I'd be such an asshole. Probably. I think it would have been very easy for me to be a dick because my family doesn't like people and my, I, and my friend I, I, where I grew up, I think it would have been quite easy for me to not know about anyone's plot. Either I would have been a dick or I would have been such a fucking whore. I would have been Okay, whore. but I'm a little bit. Okay, wait. <laughs> wait. Wait. I would have been I would have been married by now. I think I would have I, I, I might have been, been married with kids yeah. and yeah. I think I might have been married because I, the only reason I think about that kind of stuff like nowadays I just think oh when I'm like 30 three or four maybe i'll consider kids because yeah. i have to put a ninety thousand dollars on a surrogate and <laughs> okay, i like, still want like right now dude <laughs> i want ah! kids right now i want family right now Ooh, so, but, so being gay has not stopped you from wanting kids it hasn't stopped me from wanting it it has it has stopped me from having kids. it's paused it <laughs> <laughs> but no but i'm kind of glad it has mm-hmm. because like obviously i get to pursue my other 
interests and all everything else. But I am a very much family man. But the biggest thing I think is just like I'm such a lover that I, I yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think I think I might have I would have been a lot more comfortable uh, with with relationships. Yeah, and why just not settling down quickly? We don't really get, or I don't. I'll speak personally. I didn't really get that much uh, opportunity to date and do those types of things in uh, high school as a black gay man because people didn't really want to date me. Mm-hmm. People don't like black people. That's a common thing. Uh, the the black men and Asian men are like among the most not wanted yeah. in the like dating sexually scene. Desired. Yeah. In the dating scene. So the fact that I'm already closeted, the fact that I'm <laughs> literally had barriers on the barriers, barriers upon to... barriers upon barriers of entering into the relationship, the relationship sphere. So I just never dated. So yeah. I think that, you know, that would have been different. I think I would have been a lot more comfortable. I think I would have been a fuck boy. I'm already halfway a fuck boy. <laughs> so it's like, okay. you did date cause you said you had, you had a relationship. I did before. it. I but had a, would, I had but one do you count it? Yes, I do. Um, but okay, but when, we were t- when you were talking about it, I you, do. No, I like it sounded like you didn't count it. No, I. OK, so I have conflicted emotions about that relationship. I loved that girl. I did. I really did. And I still do. She's wonderful. Um, but I think at that time I was really trying to find myself and I didn't know where my sexuality lied. Mm-hmm. So I was just kind of testing the waters. And it was very it was an unfair relationship, honestly, to her because yeah. I didn't know what I wanted there. And I'm just testing it because there's this beautiful girl that like that loves me. And I love her too, but I don't know if it was in the same way. I think um a question I have for you, or at least that I've 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 been wanting to ask you. I don't know if you're gonna feel comfortable answering it. But it's it's because like you when I when you came out to me, you came out as bi. Mm-hmm. And I think even up to like not too long ago, you would call yourself bi. Mm-hmm. And then up until recently, now you're starting to call yourself gay. Is it because you're getting more comfortable with your sexuality or are you, or is it, cause like last time we spoke and I asked you this, it was, you were saying that it was because um, it's just easier to say you're gay than mm-hmm. you're bi. But if you feel comfortable kind of sure. like elaborating on what, Absolutely. You feel um, your sexuality is. I feel I've had a long time of with identity, uh, sexual identity and finding a, an, a label, I guess. I'm kind of moving out of that label sphere. I think it's just easier for me to say gay at this point. But what I, it's not really come with me being more comfortable with myself. It's just more come from me learning myself a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, I sexually am attracted to girls. I don't know how much I'm emotionally attracted to girls um, because I think that there's a little bit of a difference because like, like you could be a romantic, like uh, like they say that you could be hetero romantic by romantic yeah. and that's completely separate from your sexuality. So I think I'm bisexual cause I'll, I'll probably hook up with a girl if the right, if the conditions are met. I usually, I usually say hetero flexible. I mean, I mean, sorry, homo flexible mm-hmm. uh, because I would, probably hook up with a girl for fun but i'm not gonna date her yeah i i I don't have any intention currently of dating women Mm -hmm. but if it came about then it came about i'm open to it but i i would say that i'm probably gay but just um a little flexible on it that's interesting like especially the fact that you were saying how um you don't really care to label because like I, w- I used to be so confused about people who didn't want labels because mm-hmm. it's like 
what do you mean? You're, we're the ones who came up with all these fucking labels. Why would we not? They don't want mm-hmm. them. Like we're the ones that were like bisexuality, homosexuality, and mm-hmm. all these other labels. And then people start coming out like, I don't want labels. I'm like, then what the fuck? Like, what's yeah. the point of having any fucking pride in in LGBTQ or all that stuff? Like, yeah. so I was like, what? And until recently, like how you were explaining it, it's like it is very complex kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And giving these labels kind of gives the wrong idea of like, oh, we're just making up shit. Like, no, it's just fucking the way every person has their own identity and they're just trying to give themselves like their own label. But then that's when so many come up. Yeah, that's why I also, I think labeling and labeling identities just leads to suffering, in my opinion. Yeah. Because that, if I, if I adopt, if I, you know, adopt a label, say, I say I'm gay, I'm straight, I'm just straight up gay, that's it. And then I see a pretty girl and I want to go kiss that pretty girl. But now I have this internal dialogue in my head. I'm gay. No, I have to adhere to being gay. I have to stay inside the box of what is gay acceptable and not move outside of that. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, you don't have to take it to that extreme. I don't take it to that extreme, but a lot of people do. And if we take it on the flip side of like being straight, where they're like, I'm straight. I only do straight things. Straight, 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 straight. If you put yourself in that box, if the time that you ever wanted to move out of it, if you ever wanted to experiment with your sexuality or your your um, your gender identity or anything like that, you're not comfortable doing that yeah. because it's completely removing or completely fucking up everything that you've just labeled yourself as for the last 20 years. Yeah. That or just like having somebody come around that like you never thought would come around, you mm-hmm. know? You never imagined yourself liking a, a girl. Yeah. Or, and like then so. you, never knew. you find one you did. So that, yeah, I understand like that whole... It's just a thing. box that you, I just don't feel I personally need or want. And yeah, and it, like that kind of reminds me of how people are a lot more comfortable with someone being gay or lesbian than being bi. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a whole thing of like being bi is more like at least what I've heard. People are just uh, like, why can you make up your mind? Like comments about it. Like, why can you make up your mind? Or like. It's such m- and such. It's more from the gay community too. It's not even the straight really? people that are doing that. I feel like it's the gay community that that when I when I was saying I was bisexual, nobody was letting me claim that. Really, people were not letting me claim that. They're like, bi- people would say bisexuality doesn't bisexuality doesn't exist. I was just a gay person that wasn't comfortable coming out as gay yet, mm-hmm. and that was even harder too because I am gay. Um, you know, coming to this conclusion was even more difficult because it makes me feel like I've been hiding behind the bisexuality label when that's not really the truth. That's a really, it's a complex situation. Right. So it it just makes it, I forgot what we were talking about, but it makes it just fucking difficult. No, it really does. No, it's funny because like when we do podcasts, like I sometimes just get so zoned into like an individual conversation. I forget the the structure of everything everything else. else. (laughs) Yeah. Because like right now we had all their subcategories like about our culture that we wanted to Uh talk about. We want to talk about like you kind of like touched on it like how being a, a black person especially mm-hmm. being a gay black man mm-hmm. and then um because that's something that we are completely different on like i'm hispanic immigrant so it's also a minority but it's a completely different, different type yeah but we still like share very uh similar experiences mm-hmm. so like i don't know i feel like being an immigrant at least or a hispanic immigrant i've I used to get bullied a lot. Really? Yeah, in middle school, I, I would get bullied. They would call me like all types, and it, it was it was so like so stupid too. Like we would play basketball, and um, 
there was these other guys who would like follow us around and i don't know why the fuck they would follow us around too if they were bullying me i'm like bro like there's so many courts out there why you want to play somewhere with me? else what yeah. the fuck okay but like i i don't think it was it was a very um it wasn't like bullying in the way like that you think like oh they want to hurt me or anything it was it's more like they would just you? tease me a lot no no they, they weren't interested they would just like like to tease me because they thought it was funny oh. but it wasn't like as harmful that they thought it was mm. like to me i was upset about it but i i knew that they weren't trying to fucking like hurt me or anything mm. it was just like they're just, just kids teasing being yeah because like they would dead as call me guadalupe they would call me, no. <laughs> they would call me juan no. they, would call, they would call me the most fucking <laughs> no <laughs> Being her ass name It was so funny At first it was funny Mm -hmm. But then after a couple of weeks I was like bro I am not Like Alright then let it go Yeah no they Like they saw the fucking The grass going out They were like Yo Guadalupe Go get to it I was like bro Shut Ah. the fuck up (laughs) Just leave me alone Just leave me alone But that pushed you away From ever doing garden work (laughs) (laughs) He's like I can't be the stereotype (laughs) I can't I can't Oh my god Yeah I yeah, I, I definitely got a little bit of bullying, too, for being black. Not too much, because it was, you know, it racism is, like, like especially with black people in, in America, it's it's a little bit more serious. So, yeah. like, I would get, like, small comments of, like, oh, when it's dark, we can't see you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bitch, I'm literally the same color as you. I'm <laughs> yeah. not even that dark. Like, are we really doing this? <laughs> like... Like, because okay, uh, you're half white, half black, yes. so that's a whole different experience. Literally, too. I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't get accepted by either one. I didn't. That's that's a huge thing on identity. I didn't get accepted by white people, and I didn't get accepted by black people. Really? No, no. And for even even further, I didn't get accepted by guys because I was obviously gay, uh-huh. and I and I just don't really fit into the mold of what what a, a guy is. I think in a lot of areas, and I don't really I don't fit into it for girls either. So I didn't get to I didn't fit in mm-hmm. a lot of places. My identity was not the same as a lot of people. So it, it took forever to, <laughs> to oh, get yeah. into a safe identity that I feel I'm okay. Finding a, finding my spheres was just crazy. It was crazy. Yeah, I got made I, fun of all the time. I can't say I comprehend fully what, like all that because like I'm a very like cis man slash white passing slash I could even be like straight passing. Mm-hmm. So I think I've always been very... Um, privileged in that sense that like i could literally fit whatever mold needs me to be fit mm-hmm. so that's a comp- like how we were saying we have different completely different experiences yeah. but at the same time they cross over sometimes so that that's very interesting because mm-hmm. like i don't think i don't know i don't know how my life would be i think i would be going through it <laughs> I think I would be going through it if I couldn't pass because I I definitely rely on my privileges a mm-hmm. lot. D T. Yeah, I rely on like if there's a situation where uh, there's clearly people who aren't comfortable with gay people, like you know, like uh, they will never know about me. Mm-hmm. If there's a situation where someone's really racist towards like Hispanics, they don't really you look can, at me. Yeah, you, you can kind of get away with it. Yeah, which so, is funny to me because like. I look at you and I would be like, well, this man isn't white. Yeah. But <laughs> I, it's, I, like, it's, I was not born here. Yeah, it's like literally, like literally. I came here when I was eight. So far from whiteness. So far from whiteness. <laughs> but it's like, that really, that's where we start thinking about like, what is white? What is whiteness? Because people look at you and they say, oh, he could be white. And I'm looking at you as a black man that like can tell the difference between people's identities. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, I've had to, I've had to hyper-focus on what my identity is as a black man yeah. and I, and identifying what's white and what's not that when I look at you, I'm like, Oh, you're not white. 
but then people look at you and they're like, oh, look at him. Look at the little white boy. I'm like, that makes no fucking sense to me. I see, I see this all the time. And it's always with um, Hispanic people. And they're like, oh, yeah, I'm white. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, mm, what? Do you know who, where Since you came when? from? <laughs> I'm like, you're from South America. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I try to be proud of like where I'm from. Because I, I loved it. I love living back home. But um, I do rely a lot of, on that privilege. Like, with family, uh, I was, like, the translator slash, like, like my dad just recently called me to do something for him. Mm-hmm. And it was because he was like, do you still have an accent? Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, no. Like, bitch, I've, no. I've lived here for so fucking long. I don't have an accent anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's Californian accent. Like, a mix of accents. Yeah, you probably have a mix of accent now. But... It's not noticeably like where you're from, you know. Like, I wouldn't be able to tell that you spoke Spanish from your accent. I would. I, yeah, I know. I know that you have some type of accent that it's like a little noticeable, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah. really have thought. That. And, and that's what he was hinting at. He was like, um, "Can you make a call for me? Because I don't want these people to like." He lives in a black neighborhood, mm-hmm. and he was like, "I need to make this call," but he has a thick accent, and like, if you know somebody figures out what, who called, he doesn't want. He that. yeah. He was like they're going to know that it was a Hispanic person and there's only so many in this neighborhood. So they're, they, I can get like basically tracked down for it. And I was like, okay. And like th- little things like that, but it's a lot more common than you think. Oh, like I so common. And, and sometimes it's because like of the way I look, the way I speak or everything like, and that's, I think uh, a lot that I rely on. That's why when I like, when you were talking about how you don't fit, you feel like you don't fit anywhere. Mm-hmm. That's, foreign to me because mm-hmm. I feel I feel like I fit everywhere yeah I feel like I can make myself fit I can make myself fit a mm-hmm. lot I, and that's what I've done I, I'm very good at making myself fit in mm-hmm. um but is it natural is it like if that is that what I normally would be doing if I wasn't around people probably no. not that's not how I normally live like I I have the 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 luxury of having such beautiful and amazing friends that I I can be myself and you know, like I don't ever since like I, this is my first time even being here, and I've just been like sitting like casually, just kind of quiet, like vibing, just doing my thing. That's who I normally yeah. am. That's who I am. But I have to change my. Uh, I felt like for the last long, the longest time, I've just had to change my personality to match molds of people to fit in. And and this is something like in the black community you call it code switching, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not just within black community; it's like everywhere, all over. It's, it's, you do it at work, you do it at school. Like yeah, you know, I'm sure you talk common. different in your classes than you do right here. Yeah. Like we code switch daily, and I'm a f- and we're fucking masters at it. No, we, really we don't even are. realize we're doing it, and yeah. then we just do it. And you know, I can I had to code switch for being gay. I have to code switch for being black. I have to be a respectable black man. I can't be like those other black people. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's there's a lot that goes into being a black man, and because people find us to be violent, are you, you know. Yeah, I was gonna ask. Are you kind of um? Are you more upset about? that you had to go through all these things or are you kind of glad you did? Um, I'm not upset because it doesn't really matter in the long, in the, in the, in, in you know, I'm just, I mean, it does. It, 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 like there were a lot of like shit through, at least if I look back at my life, like my life could have been a lot easier if I didn't have to do all these things. That's fair. So that's why it's like, I think that's a very, um, slippery slope. Cause like some people have had much horrible, more horrible experiences with it. Mm-hmm. So they're like, yeah, I, fucking hated it i wish i'd never had to do that but then other people just like it hasn't been so bad and then it obviously made them who they are so they just feel stronger through it and i think i'm the latter i feel i've hadn't had almost like any bad experiences Mm -hmm. with all the the kind of like hurdles i had to go through other than that it was a struggle to go through them Mm -hmm. but um 
I learned like how we were saying there that's a lot of skill to kind of have a lot of you get social skills like you really become such an adaptable person to like any type of people to help me in the business sphere yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then or I don't know you just kind of like find so many more interests so many more things like you you have so many more perspectives in the world yeah I, I absolutely agree um Although I, I just I just don't think I've ever looked at it through that lens of would my, would I am, am I angry or am I upset with the situation with the the cards that I've been given uh, I look at it through the lens of because I'm a, I'm a firm believer in, in none of this really particularly matters it matters per, we make we make our own meaning for it mm-hmm. and but in the actual scope of the universe in the actual the larger scope it doesn't really matter so I kind of just come from the place where it's it doesn't really matter if these things have happened to me or not. It just matters on how I, how I'm feeling now right. currently in this current moment. And I feel good in this current moment. So it's like, it doesn't really matter if all these things have happened to me as in my present and in my present, how do I feel? And I feel good in my present. So it really makes those past things not really matter so much to me. I'm just not very upset about them. I that, could have had a different life. That's honestly such a good outtake because sometimes I do get caught up. Like, at least I'm like, life would have been better if I wasn't gay or mm-hmm. all, all these things. I'm like, yeah, life would have been better if so many fucking things. But mm-hmm. would I have been the same person? No. Like, maybe I would have I would have been built to be or not built, but I would have been a person that fucked up mm-hmm. and then it wouldn't have been better. Yeah. There's so many factors and, and like so many little factors and things make such huge differences. So... And I think those com- those 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 uh, uh, what's the word? These types of structures are just so complex, of like our identity. And if you just change this one thing, you think you're changing this one thing, but in turn, you're actually changing literally a million things yeah. about yourself. The butterfly effect. Yeah, you, like you have, you have We're no constantly idea. Going through it. Yeah. yeah, we have no idea what would be changing. So it's like I don't. For me, I just don't feel it's useful anymore. To look so at like what you I could have fucking been. look at that. Yeah, because I'm like, well, I am what I am. That's valid. No, I that's, am what I am now. That's very valid. Um, another kind of thing that we have in common is music. Uh, this is how yes. we met. Like, our atmosphere that we were around each other was through choir. Which is so interesting because we weren't even in the same choirs. I mean, I think all of choir, uh, all of the high school choir was just one whole atmosphere. Oh, you know what? I was trying to think about where we started hanging out. We started hanging out at the tree yeah at the school yeah so basically in our high school there was this spot it was literally the center of the whole fucking high school Mm -hmm. and we took over like the choir kids just like yep this This is is the choir dream this is our spot (laughs) um it was funny because so clicky why 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 were choir kids the fucking thing at our high school don't fucking like we had sport we had all the sports yeah but they, they they sat over at the um at the lunch tables like the actual lunch tables oh yeah, we just it, like there were there there was a variety of people at our school. All types, like all the stereotypes you can think of, they were all there. We all had them. the jockey kids, the fucking band kids, everything, and somehow choir kids managed to not be buried under all that. Yeah, like I thought it was really interesting because people always have this idea of like choir kids being like nerdy, nerdy yeah. and um, like no, we ruled that motherfucker. Yeah, for a little like bit. there was like we had all types of people in choir. All types of people in choir. Yeah, like, it was not. It was not like a every structure. Oh, that I think that's why. Hmm. I think that was because like it was such a big program in our school. Because choir is not that big in other. Kids. Yeah, like that that program was so big that I think it was. I uh, I, I do give credit to to our choir professor to or teacher. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. to him. Uh-huh. Um, there's there's some uh, controversy with with yeah. him. Honestly, everybody had controversy with how they felt about him. But yeah, he he did make that program 
such a like a good thing. Yeah. Um, he created that space for that school and mm-hmm. it brought like people from everywhere. It brought the jocks. It brought the nerds. It brought the, I don't know what else you you're can think absolutely of. Like, right. Everyone, it brought him under one kind of like, it unified everything. Yeah. I, you know, he really, it's, we could say everything we want about that man and, and about the program, but he did make a space where people felt comfortable coming in there. Yeah. And you know, we, we hung out there at lunch. We hung yeah. out there uh, after school, Bro, we choir was my school. life. Like we did everything in like, choir. Not not choir specifically, like the music, but the atmosphere and the people that that we were surrounded by. Um, I was like, I have a friend in every aspect of this school, mm-hmm. and it was so easy to just know everyone. And honestly, really? the school was nice. Like I, I'm not gonna lie. Like the, for that yeah. factor, that it was so comfortable to just be yourself, and that was kind of like one of the reasons why I ended up coming out. I think because like. Everyone was just so comfortable in that atmosphere, and there was every type of person there. Like, mm-hmm. and so seeing a gay person was not anything new. No, they were gay. There were gay people. We had um, all. I'm not going to name names, but there were we had all types of gay people at the school. Like all types of people, and I knew at least. At least six. <laughs> at okay, least that's six not a lot. That I was no, no, no. Those 4, are the ones 000. that I knew, like uh, that I was okay. really familiar with. There was at least six people. I had um, I had people in my classes. Like there was, there was, a, and there were a lot of popular gay people too. Yeah, and that was something that I hadn't seen. Un- that's until, how I saw you, which is so weird to me. That's how I saw you, somebody who was popular and gay. That's so weird to me because. I wasn't out. <laughs> yeah. I was funny. not out. And people didn't know. And that's just... Okay, pe- did people not know or did you didn't not know? People did know. No, I've asked people about this because I thought everyone knew. I thought, I thought everyone, everyone knew. knew. I thought everyone knew. I wasn't hiding anything. Like, I was doing everything like how I normally do. And I felt like it was very obvious, except for me explicitly stating that I like dick. Like, what, el- <laughs> like, what, el- what else? What else could I have done? For people to know, but it was just, I found it so interesting. Yeah. No, that was, but I think that, that developed my interest in music and I don't know, like that's a huge, huge part, part of your of personality or your, your identity I now. I sing everything. Yeah. I literally just walk around singing stuff. I sneeze and I sing. Oh, I remember everybody fucking hated you and at every- school because of it. <laughs> and like- you were like... The first few days, everyone's impressed. And then after, I was like, can you shut the fuck up, please? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and, and you weren't the only one. That was the most, like, fu- that's, that's the funniest fucking thing. Yeah, I'm like, I was not the only person, but people really like, did not like me for that. And, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to forever, I think I'm going to forever chalk that up to people's own insecurity. Because I was not talking to people. I wasn't saying I was better than people. I wasn't yeah, we were doing just having fun. anything. I'm just singing because I like singing. And that's just a, that's just a huge part of me. And that's what yeah. I do. And people were not liking that about me. People were like, stop singing. Can you shut up? Like, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And like, it would bug me so much. Really? Because I'm like, I'm not doing it for you. This no. is not for you. This is because I like singing. And it's for me. And it's just a me thing. But I, I didn't talk to Lindsay for like a month. Really? A month. Because I was you... worse back then, of course, you know. But... <laughs> You're so fucking petty <laughs> I was for so that. petty back then. Ugh, but, like, no. you know, it's kind of nice to remember because I, I can see how I am a little bit now today. But, yeah, she told me, she was like, ugh, can you stop singing? You sing everything. We get it. You can sing. And it's funny because she does the same shit, too. Literally. And I was like, you know what, Lindsay? And I walked away <laughs> and I didn't talk to her for, like, a month. I felt Bruh. so bad. No, oh. it's funny because, like, literally we would have somebody at one point 
part of the quad like sing a riff and then you hear a response at the other side Literally. i was like bro what is what we all did it no we did but that's a that's a good little thing because it shows that like we we um that gave us confidence yeah oh yeah i think i think that's that that whole atmosphere gave me so much confidence to like sing anywhere and do anything anywhere. not even just with singing just like being comfortable being goofy being comfortable like not just doing stuff to please or not even to please others but to like you know have this persona or this look Mm -hmm. like just do it just because like it's a random burst of happiness like yeah and i think with me it's more like physical movement i and i i I just move a lot or i just like always kind of like i fucking love dancing for no reason Mm -hmm. or just like move my mm-hmm. body i see you i, I love move my this. body yeah. yeah and with you guys it was singing and i i love singing too like i sing everywhere like my car i fucking yell if anyone's in my car i'm yelling it's it's a, it's a, um, it's a match it's it's a it's a, it's a karaoke yeah. fucking whether bonanza. you're joining me or not i'm sorry Dude, that's for you that's yeah exactly. i'm singing i would you prefer for you to join me but <laughs> i'm gonna have fun yeah and it, similarly i do that with like i dance a lot and i'm just very confident or like not confident but just i'm not embarrassed about it mm-hmm. and it's because of that atmosphere really and i'm so grateful for that yeah choir i think choir was great for me in a lot of, in a lot of ways uh i think it was mostly great for me because it connected me to literally um yeah about 99 percent of the people that i let's say 90 percent. excuse me um i think of like the 10 people that i know from high school that i was still very close with nine of them came from choir really and not even just like the high school choir but from the middle school choir as well mm-hmm. like Lindsay and, and all those and those people i met them and in, in like eighth grade than, choir i mean but it continued on and, in it, high and it continued and like i think yeah. that yeah choir and music it's funny because i didn't even audition for that choir like i didn't try out i didn't say i want to be in that choir i think my my um counselor heard me sing one time because she asked me i think it got because i sang something something in a class mm-hmm. and i guess it got to my counselor and my counselor was like we're trying to shut this this kid straight because i was doing horrible in school uh-huh. because i just didn't there were other issues going on in my life and i just was not doing well in school and they were like well we need to try and get him around some kids that are doing well in school and a lot of the kids in, in choir were like Honors, yeah, we were AP all very kids. academic. And yeah, so like they threw me in there and everything. Like, if you were in choir, you were in everything else. Like, yeah. you you that choir wasn't just like one thing. You had to be in a bunch of different things. You were you were either like I mean like there are of course there are people that were not clubs, and, but there were clubs, sports. They, yeah. A lot of the kids were in those. Yeah, it was crazy. We were but, so active. Good for uh, that. But honestly, like I give pro- I, like I'm glad I went to that that high school because there's not many places like that that actually like care. No, I think I had to a find that solid high school experience. Yeah, um, it's like I had an I had shitty internal high school experience, but external high school experience was was absolutely solid. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. And then, I mean, also you currently still like do music, like not just choir related, but this is just like music in general. Yeah, you produce music, you create music. Yeah, for fun, for work, for like you know, like. Like I said, like I like I've said, it's just a part of something I do. It's even if I'm not intending on making money or doing stuff like that. If I have a mic and I have a and I've got so, like an, a beat behind me, I like you, you're gonna you you saw what we did with the with the with the, with the pussy lips song. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm gonna include that. You don't have to include that, but like you saw what happened. Like if there was a beat, like like no. that's what we that's just what we do as people. Like yeah. we just make songs, we make music. That's what I do. And, no, I didn't. It, I, I miss that so much. I really do. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the biggest things I miss that there were being surrounded by talented people. Being surrounded by a creative 
or people who are comfortable doing that because like even now with friends i i can like i i bring my uke like where if i have an event like camping or whatever i bring that shit everyone i just start vibing how are you gonna go somewhere without a ukulele yeah come on but like it's rare for like a lot of people to join like if it was choir literally they would start like making their own beat on the side and then just join or like we would just start fucking around like someone would grab the ukulele and play another song it doesn't have to sound good or anything yeah it just has to be fun funny like hype and then now it's like i have to be the one kind of like doing that to prompt it yeah and it it happens yeah it doesn't really happen a lot of the time so it kind of sucks but I guess that's just part of growing up. You can't yeah. hold on to things forever. You get throughout your life, you're gonna you're gonna get because if you if those are the people that you want, you're eventually gonna attract those type of people. In my opinion, I feel like I've attracted a couple of those type of people. Like mm-hmm. you know, I've got like you guys from choir. I've got um my eye is twitching. I'm about to die. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I have a couple friends that like if I if I start playing ukulele, this they'll start singing something, and mm-hmm. it just brings me back. It just it's like immediately takes me back oh. to high school and just to like being young and i'm young now but like you know being younger and things being even simpler and even simpler and even simpler it's just it's It's just amazing and that's why i try to hold on to these people and to all all of my friends because like i don't know when is the next time i'm gonna come around it sounded like a fart oh i didn't hear it oh it's probably your mouth oh was it (laughs) oh is it is it it, I hate it. I hate it. That I hate shit, us. That shit distracted me. Uh, I forgot what I was saying, dude. But, but yeah, our friends are, I, you know, our friends are, you guys were a large portion in creating my identity, I feel. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, I created this identity based around my environment, which mm-hmm. is, I think, well, let's not get into the nature versus nurture argument today, but like, I think both of them play a role. And I think that you guys definitely helped me create a more goofy version of myself, a more yeah. being comfortable being goofy because like you think you were a person that I definitely looked to for that because I was not comfortable being the um the person that would do something goofy and like kind of funny and like being looked at and, and laughed at sort of, even though they're not laughing at you, they're laughing with you because yeah. it's funny what you've done. Well, I mean, yeah, you're having fun, you're just bringing Yeah, you're just people. having fun and you're just being yourself and people but love that. Switching and that perspective like feeling like you're being laughed at. Yeah, exactly, cuz I was feeling like I was being laughed at versus being laughed with and just doing something funny mm-hmm. and doing something genuine. And I think watching you just be genuinely you and just doing whatever you wanted and just be like being you're you're a very forward person. Like you'll just say shit sometimes and it'll be fucking hilarious because I'm not expecting you to say it like that. You're like, mm, no, I'm not gonna do that. I don't want to. Goodbye. And I'm like, okay, bye, Alex. It's like like that was you were definitely a person I looked to for for those types of things. So, so I definitely really got. We literally like we were looking at each other the entire yeah. time, and, and we had like, no just idea. Get a mirror, just yeah. get a mirror, look at yourself, or just talk to each other yeah. <laughs> about these things. Like we didn't, we well, we didn't have the ability to talk to each other like this. I don't think ability or choice. Um. Oh, well, I'm, I'm not a little bit it, of both. I think it was probably a little bit of both. Um, I don't know if we both were even there to have conversation like this about identity. I, I think I'm just now getting to a point where I can start talking about my identity and feel pretty solid in it, but I don't think I'm solid in my identity yet. No, I no think, it's, it's an ongoing thing. Do you think, do you think identity is solid? I don't know. It depends on what you define identity as. Mm-hmm. Cause like, <laughs> cause Fuck. yeah. Cause I don't, cause 
personally, I think my identity is very, it's, I mean, it's always going to be growing, mm-hmm. but at least the things that I'm for sure on, I, I think I'm pretty like solid on those. I guess I'm never going to not be black. Yeah. I'm like, never not things like that. Yeah. Like things that you for sure on, like, or it doesn't even have to be so, um, things that you were just given, but things that you choose to like, mm-hmm. at least with my, uh, I guess like how you're saying like goofiness or like the way I I got that confidence from choir like I choose to do that uh, to have that as my solid identity. Mm-hmm. I don't want I don't want that to change. Mm-hmm. And if it is then hopefully I can like be aware of it and realize that that's not what I want my identity to be. Mm-hmm. So it's just like choosing what you want it. And then being solid on like yes that's what I want and then sticking to it. Mm-hmm. Like obviously you're going to vary in and out. Mm-hmm. It's with, fluid. Yeah, where it's like you're, that's, I guess, when people can say, like, your identity's not solid, but it's that decision that that's what you want. Mm-hmm. That's what I think is solid. I absolutely agree. I always think it's so interesting that, like, all of our identities kind of are fluid a little bit. You know, our personality changes over time. Our, the things we like sometimes change over time. Mm-hmm. The things we do definitely change over time. Yet I feel like society kind of wants us to pretend like we are rigid and, and our identity is always the same. And I don't know if that's exactly well, true. Like how I was saying, I think it's more like the miscommunication um, of what exactly that means. Like I oh, think yeah. how I was how I least I used to portray like like how you were saying that I the society wants me to like constantly be just one thing. Mm-hmm. But I think they just want you to decide on certain like it's more of like trying to help you grow to like you have to decide on who you want to be. Mm-hmm. Which I think is yeah. valid. I think that is like good advice because you know, you, you can't always be like free willy everything no because there's some things in life that are gonna fuck you up if you don't have some rocks to tie you down Mm -hmm. and you know it's nice to figure out these things early on but obviously you're constantly gonna be learning new shit so if you find something else along the way you just keep grabbing rocks basically Mm -hmm. exactly but i think it's the decision to kind of choose what you want to be with each individual thing in, in your identity choice you get to choose your you get to choose your identity. Mm-hmm. It sometimes it makes me question like, do we get to we don't get to choose our identity? I don't think in good faith though. I don't think a lot of the time. I don't no. think we get like a good a good shake at getting to choose our identity. Well, throughout life, yeah, why not? I mean, I think we do later on in life when you get to individuate and stuff like that. But I think for your first like twenty twenty five years. It, your your identity doesn't it, get really get to be your own. You progressively start choosing things that become your identity. I feel like we can get it faster. <laughs> what do you mean? I feel like, you know, if we were able to just be as we are in the beginning. Bitch, what? That does not make no fucking sense. Yes, it sense. does. I Here, no let me try to elaborate. Let me try to elaborate. Let me try to elaborate. At the beginning. I feel Shut like <laughs> society, our friends and our family try to shape us a little bit. Yeah, at okay. the beginning, and we don't get to, and we're kind of told what we are, rather than let us find out, and we're able to find out later on, but we no. don't get to. Okay, no. okay, I disagree. Okay, uh, do you want to continue and finish it off? Because I feel no, like I I'm interested. Because I think at least this is I. I just had a, a podcast where I talked to a friend about how, um, like I I start now uh, at least even with this like I want to challenge people on on mm-hmm. like. Who, what, what do you believe in? Who are you? Like, what do you want out of life? Like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? And it's coming from a thing of like, 
of love. Of, I, I want you to become like aware of everything. I want you to like, you know, give you all my perspective on you, not to judge you, not to criticize you, but for you to understand what, what a different perspective on you is. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Okay, I can see where it's coming from. And then it's like the all these things, like everything that people are criticizing you on or telling you what to do, they're not all things that you have to take. They're all just things that are for you to take whatever you want. Mm-hmm. So it's like if nobody was ever there to like tell you, like give you advice on what to be, who to be, like then what? Like you would just be fucking... What? I guess. So I think it's more the... We're not really taught to filter out everything we're just taught to the take critical everything. thinking part exactly yeah we're taught to take everything in as if it was like the word or I the think right thing that's more what i'm talking about where it's like we, we're, we're told all these things that if we had the right beginning tools such as giving us critical thinking and teaching us how to critically think at a young age mm-hmm. we would be able to adopt our personality a little bit better i think yeah. I'm, i since we aren't given the critical thinking skills for a plethora of reasons um we end up taking advice from everybody and then, trying and to then make it making all this identity and trying to put all these pieces into a puzzle where it doesn't instead fit instead of filtering them all out and what you like and then exactly. instead of filtering them out recognizing what you like and what you don't like i don't think we're we're very much so prepped for life do you think like that's that, a, a lot of the time. thing, a school thing, a society it's a, thing? It's the five modes of socialization type thing. A what? That like like your 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 religion, your family, your friends, your your schooling, and I can't remember the last one. Probably your government or something like that. Really? Uh, but like that's um, there's I can't don't don't quote me on that. But there's five ways five modes modes of socialization, and that's where you get most of your stuff for growing up. Mm-hmm. Oh, and workplace, workplace, not government, workplace. Okay, but for a young person, that's not a thing. Yeah, but you, but oh, you do have all the other ones. You have school, family, friends, religion. Right. And those are going to dictate. Those are religion, school, and family are like kind of set in stone. Like yeah. they're. Like you just got to have them. You just got to have them, and they're kind of like immediately accepted. You're not really taught to question your religion from the get-go, Mm-mm. most of the time at least. So we don't – like I said, like what I was saying was we don't have a, a – good shake at making our own solid identity. I think I meant that we're not given the critical thinking skills at the beginning, even though we're given all the tools necessary to make a, to make our own identity. We're not given a very crucial one. A lot of the time, which is critical thinking Yeah. to craft our own identity. Damn. We are hitting like an hour mark right oh my now. God. Yeah. It doesn't feel like we've been talking about like that long at all. No, honestly, like that's why I love all these podcasts. They're so fun. It goes so fucking fast. Oh my god, just talking is just like such a brain nut. Yeah, I could talk on for hours. Literally. But, um I don't know, is there anything else that I think we missed? Or um, that we just like we can hit on, like lastly. Um I'm single if anybody is currently <laughs> 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 That's it. That's where it's gonna end. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs>